Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, guys. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. The Carabao Cup is finally upon us. Manchester United host Liverpool and Spurs have a chance to sneak nearer the top. Welcome, one and all, Luke Moore, Jim Campbell. How the dickens are yous? Bloody right. good. Uh-huh. PED's not here, but don't worry about that, ladies and gentlemen. There's plenty of football to get our teeth into, like that Champions League stuff that happened last night. Mm. We've empty chaired Pete Donaldson. <laughs> We're going to level a load of criticisms at him. And because he hasn't turned up, he's not got yeah. a right to reply. It's going to be like when um, mm. Clint Eastwood did it to... Um, Obama, was it? Was it Obama? Yeah. yeah. Um, at some sort of Republican National Convention. Yeah. Why aren't you here, Pete? Yeah, exactly. Ah, I got nothing for that. Exactly. Uh huh. He's given all that money back to the people he nicked it from. <laughs> we can't substantiate that. <laughs> oh, one. okay, okay. Pete Not would, those kind of criticisms. Pete possibly may sue us. <laughs> of all the four people here, he might want to be the one. To yeah, sue but us. He'd, he'd wake up one morning and just find he'd started the proceedings with yeah. no memory of it. And he's def- and he's also prosecuting himself. Yes, that's yeah. very. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, my goodness. Well, let's start with Atletico Madrid, Jim. Mm. A lot of people fancied Juventus for the Champions League. I said a lot of people, some people, because Ronaldo's there. Yeah. But was that an own goal I, by Cristiano Ronaldo at the end? I, 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 Godin I was given it. Well, in, in which case, no. Yes. But at the same time, it's, I mean, it's, it's changed its path, hasn't it? It's sort of flipped off his back. Is there anything sort of more poetically Atletico than, yes. than, <laughs> than an ageing Uruguayan centre-back? <laughs> Reflecting <laughs> one in off Ronaldo. It's beautiful. <laughs> that is that is very much uh, appreciated in that part of Madrid. I and and I think much. I think I can't remember. I can't remember if it was going on target or not. I mean, presumably it was. But the idea that all the everyone in UEFA was just instinctively gone. You know, if we give this to, to Cristiano Ronaldo, it's probably going to cause a lot of admin. He might never yeah. talk to us. Yeah, again. a lot of ill feeling. There's yeah. going to be Instagram posts. There's going to be probably yeah, transfer yeah. requests. That's right. No one can be able to deal with that. Yeah. Give it to Godin. He gratefully accepts. Absolutely. It. Yeah, and then and then we're away. You know? uh-huh. yeah. But what a win for Atleti though, two yeah. nil. And Simeone um, enjoyed his celebration, didn't he? What was that about? It was about cojones. Yeah, yeah. So he sort of every, if you didn't see it, he kind of um, gestures to his testicles, open mm. palms towards testes. Yeah, either side, and a kind of a bit like that wrestler. Well, it was more like a little grabby motion, wasn't it? Oh, was it a grabby? Bit of a yeah, grab as was, well. There, yeah. was, there was no, um, there was no ambiguity in it. But do you seldom think... is with Diego Simeone, no. <laughs> Jim? Do you think that everything Diego Simeone approaches in his life, however? benign like you know just going and picking up some milk mm. and a shot is about cojones yeah I would think so I mean you know some people have a sort of like um, a, a what would Jesus do mantra or what would Larry David do mantra yeah. in some cases with Simeone I imagine it's what would my balls do <laughs> like, I can imagine Simeone just going to the longest queue at the checkout in the supermarket just uh-huh. because, because yeah. do you know why well, because fuck you lot, that's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And somehow it'll finish before the shorter ones. Because he'll, he's so dedicated. For his force of will. Yeah. Do you think he's, yeah. is he capable of small talk? 
I reckon he's all right. Yeah. I reckon he's all right. You know, I just think he's very intense. I, I think he gets a read on you pretty early, and if he likes you, you're okay, and if you're not, yeah. you've got no chance. Well, he might be. He must be okay because he's been there for so long, and he's kept a lot of players presumably quite happy and, and he manages to it's kind of a Stockholm Syndrome situation though, it? <laughs> it could yeah. be it yeah. could be uh, but, he, but he seems to get a tune out of players who otherwise would be probably uh, more creative and let off the, the leash a bit yeah. more yeah. But, 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 I mean, it, but it works it, 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 and it's important to point out that the Champions League final is at the Wonder Metropolitano this it, year it is and I think obviously that's giving them a, a load more impetus and yeah. you know makes we, it more easy for Real Madrid to win it there so they haven't oh, they <laughs> haven't got to travel <laughs> they haven't got to travel but, but you know and and so much comes down to the draw. We've got two. I was saying a gym just outside earlier. Mm. Two. Um, we were just talking. We weren't fighting. No, we, uh, we didn't go outside. Of a <laughs> we fight. were stripped to the waist. We, we were. It was like chat. Simeone and yeah. someone else. Yeah, anyone else, <laughs> any other human being, apart from Burgos. Yeah. Um, and um, Atletico against Juventus. It's actually pretty good for the competition because it. Yes. It, it, because it, it means that um, two of the more defensively minded teams are, are going to. One of them is going to be knocked out. So. Mm. Um, I th- and I also think because of the way that Atletico feel about the, the, the and we've talked about this on, on the continent, of course, but the, because of the way Atletico feel about the, the final being at their home stadium, which is quite a new stadium, and they're, and they're keen to make some memories there, mm. it's, it's the, probably the hardest draw Juventus could And they've got. been yeah. so close. They have been so exactly. close. And they're twice, bitter. Yeah. City rivals have beaten them twice. Mm. Uh, as you say, it's, but it, 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 there's a chance. You know, I, I sort of forgot, not forgot, but... You know the concentration of the Champions League. You think you look at Madrid and you think, well, they're, they're not as good as they were, but they know how to win it. Barcelona are not as good, but they're still Barcelona. I was looking at Juventus, PSG again, not as strong as they they have been. Man City. Well, we'll talk about them in just a sec. Yeah. So it's feel like if if Atletico beat Real Madrid in the final in their new stadium, yeah, does that knock Madrid back to nine? <laughs> it should. It should. What are they on now? They're on eleven. Yeah, eleven. They're on eleven. I think. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that Atletico Madrid go right. That's it. We, we're going to close. We're going to stop playing football. It could become Atletico Madrid Basketball Club or something like yeah. that. I don't know. But Man City though, they in the end they got a good result. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, that was a mad game because they they, re- they were really dominant. They I mean, were Schalke so... showed obviously. Um, oh, sorry, yeah, Real Madrid on team. thirteen European champions. I was going to say, yeah. sorry, God, yeah. they've won so many in the last. Of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're forgetting about yeah. the three recent ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the four recent. Ones. Yeah, uh, but sorry, Man, yes, City, Man City. Saying, City yeah. Handy to 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 bring on. Uh, to bring on Sané, of course. Yeah, that free kick context. was an absolute oh, God, dinger. Yeah. He, <laughs> he would have been so disappointed to, to not start. And then you could argue that's a masterstroke from Guardiola. Yeah. Bringing yes. him on and him doing that. He, he seemed the, disappointed the, the, to the score. Sort of, um, yeah. The emotional kind of impact of that on the stadium as well. Was, you, you could almost oh, He did that, that apologetic celebration. Yeah, yeah. I, but he came Piss through off. there, didn't he? I don't, Piss he, off. No, no, he did I don't celebrate. mind it. No. He did celebrate. He punched the air and when people jumped on him, he was like, all right, all right, I'm not going to sort of do a cartwheel. I, I don't think it was that bad, Marcus. Do you not think? No, because of the circumstances, purely because he came through there. There was a picture in the paper yesterday um, of him um, playing for Schalke in like a tournament when he was 11. Mm-hmm. He's been there a long time. Yep. Um, he, I think Schalke are a huge club and all the rest of it, and there's you know, 60-odd thousand in there last night. And I do think it goes underplayed how big a club they are. Yeah. But I think he knew that to to be true to himself and to achieve what he wanted to achieve, he had to move on from it. I think it's a very different situation. And he also, he didn't do the old, I'm not celebrating at all type thing. All right. You've charmed me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's fair so, enough. Um, obviously, went last season. Forgive me, And Leroy. I like him as well. He's lovely, lovely. Yeah, yeah, forgive me, Leroy. Right. Face. I really, really like Leroy Sané a lot. And obviously, there's that brilliant meme of Ian Dowie living in his throat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the, the finest things. Was, was there once a... <laughs> so, in, in that quite narrow subculture of footballers appearing in other footballers' skin. 
there was there was one. I, I think it's something to do with a knee and yeah. Mick McCarthy maybe that appearing in someone's about knee. Right. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't got the de- not got the detail on that. Yeah. Mm. Maybe he didn't hang around long enough so he could. Yeah. yeah. But, but up every now and then. To go back to the football. Sorry, Jim. Just very quickly. The one thing I found interesting about that game, which well, it's a few things. It was a great game. Um, and I don't want to get into the VAR stuff because it's boring. But um, Man City won that game with two really un-Man City goals. Yeah. Something that you wouldn't associate with Guardiola because you'd think, no, he's going to stick to his principles no matter what and he believes in his system. Well, the winner, Edison just pumped it. Yeah. Absolutely pumped it. Yeah, but it. Edison d- loves a diagonal like that. He's it, so accurate. It was a great pass. It was a brilliant pass. But it wasn't the type of football you associate with Guardiola. No, no but down to 10 men and, and, and you've got pace on the break. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was, you know, it turns out to be a master as you say, bringing on Sané. Uh, for Aguero yeah. uh, of course if that doesn't happen and they and they don't score well, what on earth did you take off Aguero but the fact is that, that they won the game well they just got quality throughout haven't they exactly but with, with Schalke you look at that defender who's nudged off by Sterling it yeah. wasn't a foul he's got to do no, better no than that yeah absolutely but Sterling you know obviously he's he's quick and he's, he's perhaps stronger than you yeah. know He's given credit for, but he is he is quite slight. You know, given that physical mm. matchup, that defender about balance, about than, core strength, and stuff, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I, I love Bernardo Silva's involvement in the first goal, where he just sort of nipped in and took the ball off the defender so so cleanly. There, like it was it was it was absolutely beautiful. But what I was going to say about Sane is something a friend of mine said to me last season when when Salah was uh, was tearing it up and everyone was saying he's he's sort of, he's a little bit like Messi in the way he plays. And I'm I'm not suggesting that Sane will go on to hit the same heights. But he he same guy said that um Sane reminds him a little bit of Ronaldo. If you look at mm. his physicality and sort of the way he strikes the ball as well, I think there's definitely something to that. Yeah. He's a brilliant player, Sane. He could he could certainly go on to be one of the best in the world when he sort of you know he's well, he did well peak. to dodge that Germany national squad bullet. God, inside, yeah, didn't absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, you know, um, hindsight's a wonderful thing. With Bernardo it? Silva, I wonder if it's a decent shout to say he's one of the most underrated footballers in the world mm. because he's, he plays in a variety of different positions. His notoriety is certainly growing. Yeah, yeah. his popularity, you know, with his certain tweets and about that Christmas tree and all that. If you saw yeah. that one, um, he is he is becoming more in the consciousness of people. But yeah. I think he's such a lovely player. When he first he just came goes over, around. he didn't really get in the team much. No, no. but, but that, that seemed very deliberate, didn't it? Because yes. we're seeing Riyad Mahrez not in the team now, and I have no doubt that he will come back over time. And I wonder if Guardiola does this to mm. to manage the reputations almost of players. So also. They, to avoid weird anonymity, yeah. To also to avoid burnout as well. But yeah, I mean, they've it, got a big game this weekend. They do have a big game. Well, Pep Guardiola said that uh, Manchester City still can't fight or compete or win essentially the Champions League with with a performance like that. But can they win the Carabao Cup? The answer is yes. Yes, yeah, very uh, much. So. Because let's talk in... about why it's yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it because Maurizio Sarri is still in charge of Chelsea, or is it because Man City, the best team in the land, Liverpool fans may disagree, and the league table would disagree with that as well, of course. Um, but the but the first chance of of silverware this season. Um, and you look at it, and you know, Man City obviously beat Chelsea six 0 recently, and and. Will Sari change anything? Will he go for? You would imagine he would go for the four three three. We can pretty much pick. We can pretty much pick yes. the starting lineup. And however, the subs. <laughs> yeah, but, and when they will be made, those yeah. subs. But you can do all that. But you can play more cautiously, at least. Surely, but, yeah. and and that's the key thing, isn't it? And and before I get into that very quickly, the league table wouldn't disagree with that because Man City are currently top of the table uh, on goal difference. Well, Liverpool got a game in hand. You know what the, table, I mean. the table? Yeah. Is the, the, all right, the table all right. doesn't know. No, the <laughs> table is <laughs> not conscious of itself, and it, and it did lie. Leicester City fans know that and they enjoyed that lie. <laughs> uh, it, it lied badly one year because I think probably came about seventh. But uh, anyway. Um, the the Sari the Sari side of this is that we know what team he's going to play, we know how he's going to play, and we know what. I mean, yeah, with the with the exception of the, uh, you know, the 
decision-making hot potato of Kovacic or Barkley. Yeah. Other than that, we pretty much know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. But I think it's gone underplayed that what Sarri did at Napoli and the way the team played when he managed them at Napoli is nothing like what Chelsea are playing like mm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I think people might... I haven't seen this mentioned enough, I don't think, and maybe you guys can shed some more light on it, but when you talk about how Sarri's doing at Chelsea at the moment, it seems to be that... Um, well, this Sarri ball is obviously rubbish mm, because yeah. look at it. They're terrible. Mm. And it's like, well, and it's fine to not watch football outside of England if you don't want it. I mean, I, that's, I, I don't, I watch the majority of my football in England, of course, as we all do. But that's, it's important to stress, I think, but that's not what Sarri ball supposed to be. It's yeah. supposed to be like an Italian version of like the tiki taka type Barcelona yeah, yeah. game. And, 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 and the players just aren't implementing that because presumably James Horncastle would tell you it's because they didn't have a pre-season uh, and yeah. there's a lot of ideas being overloaded uh, onto the players, etc. And it takes time. It absolutely has to be that as well because it's a stark contrast, isn't it? I mean, we saw Napoli, um, well, well, to Sarri and it is a sort of uh, it's a, a relentlessly positive um, sort of quite gung-ho approach absolutely that they players have to buy into and and Chelsea you would never describe them as that they just look a bit bit conservative a bit drab and drab absolutely yeah. that's exactly the word and it's it's interesting to see how uh, how little that style has, has managed to be uh, to be imposed. And also as well, with this substitution thing I find really interesting. We were talking earlier in the season about how Sarri appears to be writing a novel on the side of the pitch. Um, <laughs> with a cigarette butt. With a cigarette butt, yeah. But um, I mean, if he's making the same subs with the same players in the same minutes, every, I mean, every game, I mean, What's he what now? is he writing? <laughs> yeah. Not winning again. It's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> That's another another defeat. No, and, and, and also, perspective again in football. I know they're not playing well. I know it's not brilliant. Um, but they're one point off fourth. Yeah. I, know, I know we're talking about a cup here. They could, I mean, Are you defending sorry. Well, I am. Purely, different tact from you. I am, but purely because I've, I've sort of thought about it a lot over the last few days. And it's gone way over the top now. I think. Mm. I think if you if you if you if you get someone in like that, presumably you've done your research about what he is and what, how he does it. Yeah. And you can't really be surprised that it's happening. He's not. He he didn't get the backing. I think Jonathan Wilson once again did a very good piece on this, and he said that you know. Conte, I think, was still in charge for pre-season. Yeah, he was. Yeah. If you're going to implement someone like Sari, Sari is not the type of manager. Someone like Ancelotti has a less defined philosophy, say, mm. in terms of football. He turns up, sees what he's got, um, and everyone has a bloody lovely time, and they win a cup. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. Sari isn't like that. And then he gets sacked. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. But Sari doesn't win anything. Um, no, Sari doesn't win anything. <laughs> that, that, that is a distinction. But, but, but Sari's style of playing, it takes time. Look at Guardiola at uh, Man City and how much money he's been given and so on. You, yeah. you gotta, if you're going to get Sari, you're going to have to properly back him. And I know they've got Jorginho and now they've got Higuain, but Higuain's probably a bit too late in the day for this season to make a, an enormous impact. Well, maybe not. We'll see. But, but he needs more. If you look at that midfield at Napoli... Who did you have in there? You have Jorginho. Alan. You had uh, Alan, who's a fantastic... I'm surprised that, that... I think maybe PSG was sniffing around Alan. Yeah. Brilliant player. Shuttler, uh, who complimented uh, Jorginho's style, knew the, knew the system inside out. And um, uh, Hamzik, yeah, Hamzik who'd, yeah. who'd been there for ages yeah. and was very much a servant of the club and so mm. on and a, a very intelligent, very versatile player. And, and those three were completely... Uh, on board and well drilled and knew each other's games and knew, and, and knew what was going on. And, and at Chelsea, you know, Barkley's not been in the team that much. He's come in this season. Kovacic is, of course, a new signing. Kante's now playing out of position. But it's also about how the manager wants the players to play and yes. the information 
is I'm led to believe is quite heavy and it's, it takes quite a long time to get mm. the ideas across. Right. But and both parties take a little bit. You, you can lay a bit of the blame at Chelsea's door for perhaps not backing him, as yeah. we say. The players have always got to take some part of the blame because they're the ones on the field ultimately. Yeah. And also Sari for perhaps maybe overloading the players a bit too much and not changing. Well, I think Sari as well is a, is a victim of the circumstances of yeah. Chelsea, which is that they you know they do they they. The churn of managers is is pretty phenomenal, but also this this dressing room, there are players within it mm-hmm. that have uh, you know that have stopped playing under con- yeah, Conte. Yeah, and that's really important. That's yeah. really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can Sarri do about that? I think that's a really important point. And very very quickly, another thing that's worth saying is that this is a Chelsea team who. Yes, they've won the Premier League title in the last 10 years, but they've also come 10th. Yeah. They've come 6th. Yeah. They've come 5th. And if they come 5th this season, fine. That's that's not going to be great for them. But at the same time, we, we, let's not kid ourselves and think that this is a Chelsea team who've been in the top two for the last six years in a row, because yeah. that's not been the case. And, and we have to understand that's part of the culture of the club, the short-termist outlook they have. Look, if I was a Chelsea fan, being totally honest, I'd be nervous about this weekend. Man City are three to ten favourites to lift the trophy. It's a ten pound with bet three six five returns thirteen pound including stake. Man City are big favourites. They're big favourites for a reason. Um, we saw what happened last time these team two teams played each other. But it is a final, and if you see Chelsea nicking their way into fourth and winning a League Cup this season, which is eminently possible, they bloody take that. The, the, the amount of media coverage over the last week will look preposterous and that's part of the reason why I was saying what I was saying. You're right. Now, this is, we're recording this before uh, the Europa League match, of course. So they, they go out to Malmo. So they could have this, a disaster. This, yeah. might, this podcast might date very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's very unlikely to go out to Malmo, although I could eat those words. But it, it is very unlikely to go out to, to Malmo, of course, beforehand. Mm. But, I mean, if they, if they lose the League Cup final, then they've got uh, big games coming up, you know. If they if if they lose the next sort of three or four games, th- th- then the the knives will be out for Sari. I still think he'll be there come the end of the season because mm. I don't think they will win all those games. I don't I don't fancy them to to win the final against Manchester City, but I think they're at the point now. Just put up a good good fight. You not see Jose coming back for a third steal? Oh my goodness. That was. Did you see that on the rumor mill? Yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah, I, I've heard a couple of people say that they they think they they think there's a chance <laughs> that he could. Um, that he could be, um, he could be brought into well to the end of the season. <laughs> the fans, but you know, you know the other, didn't they? they, they yeah, exactly. He'd love to have him back for a third. But time. You know, the other thing you've got to remember is, is, is they want they wanted to appoint Lampard in the summer. He didn't want it, and, and I think they might be looking at Lampard as well. But you know, Chelsea just to, just to build on what you're saying there and what, what I mentioned a second ago, that uh-huh. Chelsea are currently five to four to finish in the top four with um, with better three six five. So ten pound will return twenty two pound fifty, including stake if they do it. Um, yeah, you know, there's a long way to go. There it is. depends whether Chelsea blink or not, doesn't it? It yes. depends whether they yes. decide, you know what, we're going to rip up it, rip, rip it all up again. Something they keep briefing that they don't want to do anymore. Mm. So who knows? Who knows indeed. All right then, it's time for emails with Jimmy C. Yeah. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not the bees! Ah! You've got mail. Bad bees! Bad yeah. Jim. So yeah, I do have some bees actually. Um, <laughs> Let them out. Oh, yeah, this I will. Is your because, Let them right. farm some pollen. Now, anyone here who has ever um, looked through the emails and, and uh, collected them while, while Pete is away, which I believe is all of us, will know that sometimes people lie. Oh, it appears that people lie. Yeah, but yeah, the thing yeah, is, yeah. we've you had... start to develop a bit of a spidey sense, well, don't you? you? Well, you think so? I'm going to call liar, it a, I'm liar, liar. Didn't happen. Call it a piety sense in this in this case because there is a, a hell of a lot of pie related content, and it, all of it is quite amazing. Yeah. So I've, I've just picked out a couple. Oh, Michael and... Jackson came around my house and ate a pie. Yeah. It, and wanted yeah, to use the toilet. Sort of, don't use Jackos these. Yeah. Sorry about that. Can't do it anymore. Wait till the documentaries out. It's quite eighties. We doing that. But yeah. So I'm just going to dive in, and we'll see if anyone. 
has proof of this these anecdotes from elsewhere, then do get in touch to try to um, confirm them. <laughs> so, now then, chaps, I went to Middlesbrough versus Southampton a few years ago, dropped my balty pie only to find it had gone into a sealed unit in front of me. It was a white Michael Kors ladies' bag. Did I tell her? Did I balls? I just wiped my chops of all evidence, moved over a few seats and had a lovely old time. If she's listening, she owes me a pie. <laughs> That's, I'll tell you <laughs> what, though, if, if that pie maintained its integrity... Yeah. And you're looking down, you're thinking... That's a bit well, I don't, it's happened to me before. I don't remember buying a pie. Yeah. But I'm certainly going to eat it. And, but it is believable where he says he moved some seats down because yeah. there would be empty seats. He's cowardly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> What's, yeah. What stadium was it at? Uh, either. It was at, yeah, no, it's Middlesbrough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. It's true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Right. So. But the ones who go are great and they yeah. deserve yeah. more people. Exactly. Like, yeah. And free pies. <laughs> Inexplicable free, really free pies. pies. <laughs> yeah. So if you, I mean, if that happened to you, or if you know anyone that inexplicably found a pie in a bag, then if you, if you, if you had a time, pie dropped in your bag. Last time I went at a pie at a game, I had to wait for it to be cooked because yeah. it wasn't ready. Uh, and yeah. when I ate a bit into it, it was the hottest thing I've ever eaten, as you I discussed. Said, yeah. and I was thinking, just serve it to me when I wanted it because yeah, you've yeah, cooked yeah. it for 10 minutes too long here. Yeah, that's it's just unmanageable. to review the system. Quite. Hello, lads. Following Monday's podcast and the question, has anyone used a pie as a missile? I thought I could share this little tale of shame. It's what we like. We don't endorse this, Jim, though, do we? I don't know. I don't mind a tale I haven't heard it yet, but I'm presumably not about to endorse it. Uh, but let's make a decision afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Years ago, I used to spend my bored lunch hour moping around the city of Leeds. Thursday was always my favourite day as I rewarded myself with a freshly baked pork pie from the local baker's. A freshly baked one? Yeah, I've never had a freshly baked know, pork yeah, pie. I can't even really imagine it. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Um, one Thursday, I skipped to the baker's with a grin on my face and bought myself said pie. I could feel the heat from the pie in the bag, but my eagerness and excitement was too much. I took a huge bite. As I broke the pastry case with my teeth, Teeth. Liters of volcanic pork pie jelly spilled onto my fingers. Uh. I screamed in pain and juggled the molten pie from one hand to the next. As the pie was being thrown from one hand to the other, a wave of realisation and pain came over me. I couldn't keep this up. Then a sense of disappointment as the pie dropped in slow motion towards the floor. In frustration, I kicked out. As my right foot connected with the pie, it launched forward. No sweeter volley had been seen since Marco van Basten in 1988. <laughs> I watched my pie fly towards fly forwards majestically and hit a poor old deer in a grey raincoat in the middle of her back. I did uh, what any other gentleman would do in this situation. Run. Ran as fast yeah. as I could the other way, <laughs> leaving a confused old lady with a crusty jelly, pie-like stain on her overcoat. I would like to now apologise. That's from Rob Ollie. A cowardly apology uh, there. Yeah. From the safety of an email, not naming the people involved. In You're... a story that may not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have, I th- I, do you know what? I thought it was a lie until he said it hit her in the back. Yeah, he said in, face. Yeah, I thought, yeah Come quite. On. That's what yeah. Make, makes me wonder. What he's done there is he, he's not gone too high. Yeah. I mean, we, I've, as we know, I've kicked a book into an old lady's face. Yeah, yeah but no, but you, happened. but you purposely kicked the book into well, I wasn't it. aiming at her. No, no. But it was a part of your stand up and it was into a crowd. It, well, it was an improvised drunken panic. <laughs> in my second ever which, gig. Which I, wouldn't, st- I would like Jim. to make it very clear Jim, I do not it, kick books at women Is in it my fair stand-up. to say that a lot of stand-up careers are a drunken... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That then become Entire this, like, this decade of saving <laughs> face. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think we can all unite here and say that we don't actually... I like any of that behaviour in that email. No. Mm. I mean, but no, but going after a freshly baked pork pie. True. We also, get I mean, that. You know, sympathy as well. Because that's, well, a, that's a horrible. Well, and him, he's lost his pie. I'll be happy to get this section sponsored by like Mountain Mowbray, and we do pies mm. every week. I'm like a pies that. even. 
Yeah, pucker pies. <laughs> yeah. Pucker pies, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Do, do we want another one? Go on, yeah, go on squeeze another one in. I've got an informative one here. Oh. Um, attending the Aviva Stadium in Dublin for Liverpool versus Napoli in pre-season this past August, I seized the opportunity to ask the guy working at the food counter why they remove bottle tops. I, like mm. Luke, had always thought it was so they, that they couldn't be thrown, thinking it was stupid when they also gave me the bottle. He told me that it's actually a safety thing. Should a stadium need to be evacuated, a bottle without a top on the ground will be crushed as people walk over the top. Uh. A bottle with a top on becomes a hazard that someone could slip on. Cheers, Chris Mills. Wow, that is a brilliant bit of insight. Yeah. I had no idea. That is good. Yeah. I don't know. No one's knowledge. ever said that to me before. No, I think he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so almost, what's the name of the emailer? Uh, Chris Mills. Chris, I'm almost certainly going to pass it off my own knowledge. Well, yeah. I'm Millsy. Right. Yeah. Um, brilliant. So, uh, yeah, should you want to get in touch with more um, uh, informative information, which is that's a... Tautology, isn't it? Um, <laughs> or lies about pies or yeah. truths about pies, you can do so um, with uh, by emailing show at thefootballramble.com. And put, put the, t- we, I mean, we, it's not a boast, it's sort of. We, we get a lot of uh, emails. So if you want to put what you're talking about in the subject line, that's much more helpful for us and, we'll, and you've got much more chance of having it read out if that's what your intention yeah. is. Presumably it's because you're emailing us in the first place. Absolutely. All right, it's time for an ad break and after which we'll go to the Premier League. See you in a minute. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com It was extraordinary. Ah, it was just banter. Now it's time for more banter, ladies and gentlemen, because you're welcomed back to the football ramble. Do you want that again? Which one, Keezy? It was extraordinary. I've got Pete's iPad, so anything, you, any request, any special request you want, I'll bang them out now. No problem. Is there any of Pete on there? Yeah. Uh, are, there any, are there any files that? I'll have a go with that button hidden? there. I don't think I don't think there's Pete on there, but just I've got, go, uh, yeah, that one. I wasn't clattering on. <laughs> That's fine. Yes, you were, Neil. Yeah, there we go. Anyway. Uh, oh dear. Right, the Premier League is back, baby. And there's a big one. There is a big one. Manchester United against Liverpool. Ooh. Liverpool drew nil-nil with Bayern this week in the Champions League. Some people thought that that wasn't a particularly good result. And others were saying, well, actually, yeah, come it's not on. Bad. Come on. No away goal conceded. Let's have a think about this, yes. Uh, I, I don't think it's a bad result. I understand that those um, Champions League nights at Anfield are usually great and high-octane stuff yeah. and, and there's there's lots of goals from the home side and that didn't happen. So one can be a little bit disappointed. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to take something to score a lot of goals against Bayern, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And Bayern played very well with a deep line and, and, and whatnot. Uh, Luke, I think, I, I'm not sure if it was on, on the continent or just uh, you and I having a pleasant chat, but you thought that perhaps Liverpool's focus has shifted a little bit yeah. to the league and that fixture... Um, uh, with Manchester United was in the back of certainly Jurgen Klopp's mind. I think there was a to me it felt like a mentality change. It felt like um, a team that uh, has been keen, well, keen is an understatement really, to, to win the Premier League for such a long time. Um, it, it, it appears to have become their focus. And we talked on on the continent on Wednesday about 
what's the focus for teams? Is it is it Champions League? Is it is it their domestic league? And the answer I think we came to as a group was just that it depends on the team involved. If you're PSG, you're desperate to win the Champions League. If you're Man City, you're desperate to win the Champions League. Real Madrid, as you said, Marcus, judge themselves in the Champions League. Mm. For Liverpool, I don't think it is that. I think I spoke to a Liverpool fan on the uh, was it day before yesterday, maybe yesterday, who was saying now. Give it, give it to me. Oh, do you know who it was? Sorry to, sorry to know, but it was, it was Steve McMahon. There you go. Ex-Liverpool midfielder. There you go. And he said to me, without hesitation, league. Recognised. Liverpool want the league. That's what they desperately... They've been to three Champions League finals in recent years. Since they've won the league. Which is, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is great. Because I feel for a team like Man City or for a team like PSG that haven't won it, the feeling is like, if we don't win it, we'll, maybe we'll never win it. Maybe and we're not... We're not back to Liverpool don't have you that. You don't feel for... For those sides. No, but they, they, no, 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 I said I, they feel exactly. Oh, okay, right, right. They right, right. won't be accepted at <laughs> the top, that. the top table, really, until yeah, they win it. Exactly. But, but with, with, with Liverpool, I just look. It may be wrong. It's just something I observed when I was watching the game. I might have interpreted it wrong, but to me, it looked a bit like they weren't playing with the tempo. They weren't playing with the um, application. They weren't playing with the sort of verve you expect from Liverpool Anfield in, in the Champions League. And I think it's partly because Bayern are good. And the way they played didn't help Liverpool, but also because they've got Man United this weekend. It's a huge game for them, and they're in a title race, mm. and they desperately believe, they desperately want to win it, but they also believe they can win yeah. it. And I wonder whether, when they came close under Rodgers, they were probably this is great to be a part of it. Mm. Whether they truly believed, and I think at the moment they actually do, they and I really think that's do, a big yeah. that's a big mentality shift for them. So and this game will be absolutely vital. This could be one of the games of the season, given the context as well. Because well, it's um, not. I mean, now you said that, is it? <laughs> it's a nil nil now. Well, maybe, but um, I mean, Liverpool were the last team to beat Man United in the league. Mm. Um, so it's, I think it's nine games since they played, and they've, you know, they're on that unbeaten run in the league. So um, Liverpool beat them three one, didn't they? Yeah, they did. So yeah. Burnley were so close, though. Indeed. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting. But I mean, but sorry, Jim, you were going to say. Well, I was going to, also going to say yeah. that Man United have, have, have won seven of their last nine um, home league games against Liverpool. So they they have you know good, they, they've still found it difficult right. to, to win there even well, under this. Well, they'd ask a lot of questions to Liverpool. You know, when Liverpool beat Man United, it was fair, um, at Anfield. It was fairly comprehensive, from what I remember. It was. Man United will ask them a lot of questions, and um, how Liverpool approach this will be vital. All they're going to Solskjaer is. He's, he's just got them absolutely pumping. He's, he's he's got them purring. It looks highly likely he's going to be offered the job now, which you know he's earned it. And good luck to him. May not a two to one to win this game. Ten pound with bet three six five returns thirty pound, including stake. It's a huge opportunity for Liverpool to get to get to the top of the table because City are playing in the cup. But what a psychological barrier! But to I know, go away but to it's, Old Trafford. But it's like it's like you've got to prepare for Ferguson's Man United. I know what you mean. And if Ferguson being in the stadium uh, suddenly isn't that kind of doesn't cast that shadow mm. that it maybe once did. It's just, it's an extra boost, and I think they'll be relishing it as well. They've got the sort of characters players like Paul Pogba, who are, and Jesse Lingard as well, mm-hmm. who are up for a big like. They're up for a big occasion. They're up for a test. They want to go. All right. Well, let's see what you got. We're going to. We're going to. You know, not show off, but like strut our stuff. Definitely. Show what we can do. Don't forget Lingard's injured though. He's got hands. Yeah. I mean, he was. Just oh, no, he, he, he was one of those yeah. characters in the squad. Jim was talking about social media. Social media. Yeah. He's going to make yeah, he a contribution. Um, if, yeah, if he scores a goal, he does a little dance. He does. He does. He does I, I, I'm quite fascinated because Liverpool have got to be careful now. That uh, yeah, part of me thinks is is this actually quite a good game for Liverpool to have now because every game Liverpool go into it and and, and and there's just a little feeling creeping in of right guys, we have to win this. We have to win mm. and. With the big sides, Guardiola's not saying to Man City. They turn up, and go right. Well, we'll do this. We'll do this, and we'll do this. Well, and then obviously we'll win. 
if yeah. we do that. I think that's the difference. I, I believe that's right. And I also think that Man City have more uh, versatility in the players they can select. They do. I mean, Liverpool's squad is, is, is much deeper it this w- season, which is very important. It, it is. And it was a huge psychological boost for them to keep a clean sheet against a team like Bayern without Van Dijk. Yes. Who will be back this weekend. Yes. But, you know, I don't see Man City struggling with makeshift changes now that that can be done that can happen through luck but you know Man City aren't in a situation where they've got to play Fabinho at centre-back mm. well Fabinho doesn't play for them but you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> that, no, that no, type no, no. of change Milner slotting in here there and everywhere you know bringing in catering when Klopp's already said that you know it's taken him a while to adjust etc to me City seem far more settled and they vitally have the experience of winning it as well so yeah. it depends whether you think Man City have got the um have got the drive and the ambition to defend their title successfully, which is a lot harder because we have seen City concentration-wise struggle. I mean, they did it last night. Uh, they got away with it. They did it against Leicester. Um, sometimes they, they are capable of turning in these like quite l- lacklustre performances, really mm. flat, drab performances. Um, so it, it really is all to play for. But this is a huge game. If Liverpool get beaten badly by Man United this weekend... I'm not going to go over the top, but it could be tough for them from yeah, then on yeah, in because, it it's, as you said, Marcus, it's a huge psychological barrier. Mm. Although they have won well at Old Trafford, was it under Moyes when Gerrard scored? I think he scored two penalties and missed another that one. That wasn't... Uh, oh, man, sorry. I think yeah. Liverpool were under Moyes. Was that yeah, no, no. I don't remember that. Yeah, Liverpool at, at Man United, I think it was. Under, when Man United were under Moyes. I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember it. Yeah, but I, re- I, remember, I remember the game. Yeah. But, I mean, on the flip side of it, if they win it, it will be like like a scene in Star Wars where they bring down one of those AT and Ts and everyone goes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah such a big scout and they'll get um, they've got so much a, such a boost from yeah them. but they're starting to get three points Jim but but but, the, but they can't be like I say when you know to clarify that point when Man City they think well well we're the best team they believe they're the best team we do everything right when we'll be absolutely fine yeah Liverpool don't want to get into that mentality right we have to remember we yeah. have to win guys it's no go about your business yeah. and and in a game like this you can't get too panicky in against quality opposition mm. uh, because they'll get picked off and we know Manchester United love to counter attack now I know they're at home yeah but it will be very interesting to see how that one plays out yeah all eyes on that one. All eyes on that one. Some good games this weekend. Indeed, mm. yeah. I, next one we should talk about is Burnley versus Spurs. And, and the, the reason why I, th- I quite fancy having, having a look at this one is because if Man United, it's possible they can beat Liverpool or even, even, even draw with Liverpool. But if they beat Liverpool, of course Man City have played an extra game over over Spurs and, and, and Liverpool. Tottenham could find themselves just two points off the top at the end of play this weekend. Mm. That's very possible. Absolutely. I mean, Burnley are on yeah. a pretty long unbeaten run. Aren't they, they are. Which is amazing given the situation they found themselves in, but I don't think they're going to have enough to keep Spurs out, especially with Kane potentially backing. Well, that's a huge boost, even if he's just on the bench. I mean, Spurs have won five in six in the league since the turn of the year, so they're in good form. Kane's returned to full training, so so could be in contention for this one. Llorente came out recently and said, you know, I'm happy at Spurs, and he seems to be, you know, relishing it uh, at the moment. Scored a few goals. Yeah, I saw those quotes, and I felt like it. It felt he felt really included. Yeah, it's quite nice to read actually because he's a peripheral player and and he stepped up. Difficult to keep a player like that happy. Yeah, he could go and start somewhere. Else. And Maybe he's, not as good he's, as won, he's won things as well. Like he's not a figure of fun. He's not someone to be derided. No, really, oh, no and he, and he has stepped up and scored a couple of goals when 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 needed. But you know, two things I think play. I, I've obviously been really impressed with Spurs this season. Um, I've seen them a few times. They were absolutely outstanding against Borussia Dortmund at mm-hmm. Wembley, and that will give him a huge boost, huge note of confidence. They were playing, like Vertonghen was playing left wing back and he was man of the match. I mean, class, Pochettino he? just performs wonders with these players. It really is incredible. Uh, and they've, importantly, they've had a 10-day rest, right? So yeah. one of the things we read about Spurs quite a lot is that they, they play a lot of games mm-hmm. and they don't have a huge squad, etc. They've had a rest and you know they keep finding a way to win. And it was really interesting 
going into the Dortmund game, it, in my mind, I was thinking, can they go to the well again? Can they go to the well and can they find something? Um, presumably water, because that's what's in the well. Usually. And, and can they pull out a win? Out, can they pull a win out of the fire? Because to me, whenever I've seen them recently, it was a case of, oh yeah, they just ground that out or they yeah. turned that around. Like the game against, against Newcastle. Absolutely. Dortmund, they were brilliant. First yeah. half, they just contained them, worked out what was going on, kept Sancho and Pulisic quiet, um, kept the hood quiet, etc. Um, second half, just blitzed them. They mm-hmm. it's just a, a, a complete mentality shift and just blitzed them. And I think Burnley are going to have to do, despite them being in good form and despite them turning their season around, because they look like they might get relegated at one point. I don't think that's going to happen now, but they are going to have to go some to deal with Spurs this yeah. weekend. Well, Burnley, since they lost 5-1 to Everton on Boxing Day, they've been unbeaten in eight in the league, winning five of them. It's like the and opposite they, to Portsmouth. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they bloody needed that, Burnley. So it would be an interesting test for Spurs, but, but we think they will come through it. And here's something from Bet365 I pulled out, which I found quite interesting in the light of what you've said, Marcus, about them potentially finishing this weekend two points off the top. Yep. At time of recording, Tottenham are still 20-1 to 1 to lift the Premier League title. Sure. Um, £10 Bet365 returns £210 including stake. Um, if they end the weekend two points off, I don't imagine that that, that those odds will stay the same. So um, I think they're still being a bit underrated. Spurs I don't think for, they'll do it, but I still think they've been a bit underrated. Jim Spurs for Premier League and Champions League double? I, I think the squad might struggle to uh-huh. take that much on but that said from an Arsenal I, fan point of view um, would, a, would a Europa League win who or do you run? support <laughs> Jim, Jim would you there'll be championship next season here's, here's a, a serious question and there's no right or wrong answer just just curious would you have any uh, affinity at all for Spurs winning the Premier League because it just breaks up the monotony no, no. I thought I might, <laughs> really, I thought, I thought I might yeah. be the case no, I, I understand why you ask um, but no yeah. genuinely looking at the way Spurs um, just dispatched Dortmund so so coolly and obviously City coming back yesterday and we know how effective Liverpool can be in the Champions League it does feel a little bit like one of those seasons from that period where English clubs really dominated the Champions League and I think Spurs will, will go Spurs are obviously you know they're in the, in the quarterfinal pretty much already but depending on the draw like if I you take like, one thing away Spurs from won't like, fans won't like me saying that but come on they are if, you I, take, if, you, if listeners take one yeah, thing away from yeah, this yeah, yeah. the importance of the draw in the Champions League is so, is so is. big I mean you, you can you, Liverpool's run to the final last year I'm not taking anything away from them, but they had a good draw, mm, yeah. you know. And and because even Man City, they they knew that they could get at them. I thought Man City was an ideal draw. For I remember them. you saying that before. Yeah. The, before that was the a tough. That was the toughest game they probably played. Mm. You know, going in and, and the, the, I think a semi final against Roma, you'd take that. Yeah, absolutely. Don't and get the, me wrong. I know Roma are a good side. Blah blah blah. But you, my goodness, you'd take that. And before the Man City game uh, tie, the two ties there before that were dead by the second leg. Porto was one. I they remember were, they were, they five nil. Five nil. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was. It does depend on the draw. It doesn't mean they deserve any less credit. But um, as someone said to me yesterday, it isn't always the best teams that win the Champions no, League. No. It isn't, and it, a lot of it is that down to luck. Mm. And if Spurs get a run. And they were very unlucky against Juventus, weren't they, last they time? Were. So, and I, I, so, yeah. I just I feel like we could have an English winner this year. Oh, big. It won't be Arsenal. I think, I, think, no. I think Spurs will go through against Dortmund, but I think the second leg will be a nervy 3-1 loss. I can yeah, see I that happening. Yeah. That. <laughs> That's what I can see happening. All right, Luke, what's our best bet with Bet365? Our uh, best bet with Best... Uh, best three to bet three six five uh, with respect to our sponsors is uh, is from Chris King who's still in the seat. Go on, Kingy. He won his bet last week, raising I think one hundred eighty pounds for charity. Went for a Man United win, um, and something he doubled himself and sent screenshots to prove it. So he went and had the bet and donated it himself. So good on him, good man. Uh, Chris has come back with a. Um, 
with this uh, following email based on the current form of Tottenham scoring towards the end of matches I'll go for a draw at half time and Tottenham to win at full time uh, odds at se- of 7-2 to two with, with a £50 bet should return £225 with bet 365 if I'm still in the seat next week I'll make sure I go balls out and pick something special that's where they all fall down <laughs> um, so that's draw and then Spurs in the half time full time market at 7-2 to two, and a £50 bet uh, returns £225 with bet 365 including stake with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, you must be 18, uh, 18 or over uh, to gamble and, and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, go to begambleaware.org. Good luck, Chris. Love that. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, in the absence of Pete Donaldson, let us enjoy, with the same jingle, Luke's Game. So, the is on and the time is right. It's time for you, for you to play the game. Luke's game. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, we haven't got another jingle, so we have to use the same one. Um, People love that jingle. If you've not heard it, if you don't listen every week or you haven't listened before when Pete's off, I give the t- guys a player and they have to auction about how many of the players' clubs they can name. And if they if they win the auction, they have to name them. If they get anything wrong, they lose. It's the best of three. Uh, it'll all become clear when we start playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will let Marcus have first crack because Jim, for me, is number one seed on these kind of he games. Is, yeah. So I'll give, I'll give Marcus Oh, no, crack. I'm terrible at this one. No, right. not terrible. I think you've. I think you underestimate your powers in this one. I see. Yeah. You need confidence, Jim, and you've got a bit of a cold today, so I maybe do. confidence <laughs> is low. But I need you to battle through. Um, Who have we got? First up, Marcus, you're up first. It's Jason McAteer. Oh blimey! Jason, How many of his clubs no. do you name? He's, play, he's played for five in total. Jason McAteer. It's so annoying when you say five, and I think Jason McAteer. I remember the man's career. Why can I only think of one? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to make an opening bit of one, you can. Um, I'll make an opening bit of two. Okay, Jim, can you beat two with three? Or would you like Marcus to name the clubs? I'd like Marcus to name the clubs. Okay, you've got a choice of five, Marcus. The floor is yours. You need to name two clubs that Jason McAteer played for: Liverpool and Bolton. Uh, two sacks, just writing down. Uh, Liverpool and Bolton, that's correct. Yeah, there you are. Right. Point to you. Uh, can I think of one? Well, you got two. Yeah. He could oh, also have uh, Blackburn uh, Rovers, Sunderland or Tranmere Rovers. I, I thought Sunderland because I just assume everyone has played for it. <laughs> All right, so that's 1-0 to Marcus. Oh, I'm very much the there. Diego Simeone of this game. You are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we had, I think last time we played this, I had a player, I can't remember who it was. I had nine clubs. Yeah, I think he had oh, yeah. 12 uh-huh. and you won it with two. Yeah, I yeah. was, uh, was it Carlton Palmer? Might have been, yeah. I yeah. Slipped, yeah. I snuck over the Right, Jim, you're up first. Stop squeezing yourself. The next, the next, um, the next player is Chris Sutton. Chris Sutton, and he's played for seven in total. It's quite surprising that he played for seven. That is surprising. Um, if you get all seven, if you get one of these, which isn't a professional club, I will give you the money myself, as Les Dennis I've, used to I say. I can get three. Definitely. Okay, Marcus, can you do four? I can do four. Jim, would you like to do five or would you like to ask Marcus to name four? And the great, for people listening at home, there are tactics at play here. At first, mm. it feels like a very simple game, <laughs> but you can play a defensive strategy where you put the player in all the time yeah. or you can go really aggressive and name, name, name. And Jim is much more of a defensive player usually. I think we all are, actually. Yeah. Marcus has got four. Can you go five? Well, because obviously I know three. Five involves two guesses. So I'm going to throw it over to Marcus. Okay, okay. four. You need four, uh, Marcus. Norwich, Blackburns. One at a time, please. Okay, Norwich. Correct. Blackburn. Correct. Celtic. Correct. Chelsea. Correct. How have I forgotten Blackburn? <laughs> two nil. As soon as he said... Well, best of three. Yeah, two nil. Uh, play the jingle, please, Sat. Marcus Hey. What's the other one? Wait, 
for it. You've had yours plenty of times. <laughs> Lord. So uh, the other three clubs were Birmingham City, Aston Villa and Wroxham, who play, I think, in some sort of Suffolk league. Yeah, I forgot he played. Or maybe a Villa. Norfolk league. Um, Birmingham City, I've, 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 I am going to break the protocol here because we've got a bit of spare time. I'm going to give you a chance, Jim, to save us some pride. A little consolation, yeah. Jim. See if you can get a 2-1 back. Get a, a vital away goal for next for next week. Right? <laughs> um the, th- the third and final Paolo club. Maldini. Yeah. Yeah. Mark- <laughs> well, Marcus is going first, so you better hope it's not Maldini. Uh, Inter is incorrect, Marcus. Okay. Um, the, the final player, yep. he's played for eight clubs in total. Oh. Oh, he's, he's actually played for one of those clubs twice, um, but it's eight cl- separate clubs. And it's Jurgen Klinsmann. Ah, oh, Klinsy. How many can you name? Oh, good one, that. Jim's got a furrowed brow. That's stinking. Yeah, I mean, two straight away. Um, and that's that's not good enough. Um, but I'll start the bidding with two. <laughs> Jim? I've got three. You can go higher than Actually, three if you I want. Can, I think I can go higher than that. Well, if you want to be a higher bid, you're welcome to do that. I'm just trying to think of the ones that... <laughs> oh, no, okay, I'll go th- go three. Okay, Marcus, can you do four? Uh... I mean, four will take this round into the not-piss-poor category. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a go with four. Okay, Jim, five? Nah. Nah, Jim's, not, see, Jim's so defensive in this. Yeah, but I, I but he knows that I can't name four. So if you, <laughs> if you don't do four, Jim just has to name one to take the point from. Oh, no, he doesn't. No, 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 Jim you, gets the point. If you're wrong, he? Jim gets the point. Yeah. I should know that. It's my game. Right, four four, four clubs. Go. Um, uh, Inter Spurs, uh, Bayern Munich. Correct. Sorry, I've meant to That's right. They're, they're, all, they're all correct. They're all correct. Yeah, and this is where. You, presumably you had those three, or did you have another I had one? those three and one I'm not 100% on. Inter, might be right. correct. Spurs, he played for twice, of yeah. course, once on loan. And what was the third one? Bayern Munich. Yeah. Correct. Uh, and Germany. No, you can't have Germany, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, West Germany, then. No, you can't have <laughs> that either. Come on, name a club. Um, uh, and I think that Jürgen Klinsmann, he played in America. I think he played for... If you get the American team, I will... I will dance around this studio with all my clothes off and no one wants to see me. All right, well, I'm honing in on the American side then. I think he played for Kansas City Wizards. Incorrect. Oh, come on, that would have been good. So he started off at Stuttgart to kickers, then he went went to Stuttgart. The one I was going to say was Samp Dory. Correct. That's in my head. Oh, of course he played for Samp. Played there for a season, 97, 98. The American team was Orange County Blue Star. Uh, Ah, you know, I knew it wasn't one of the... Yeah. But just to remind everyone... Marcus Miller <laughs> wins. Very much a consolation point, Jim. Sam Dory, I should have got. Should have got Sam Dory. I should have got Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> All right, there we go. Pleasure. So play it again next time. Pete's not in. Lovely. Well, have thank you. you. I hope oh, you played oh, along at home as well. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course they did. Of course they did. Uh, without the internet. Uh, thanks very <laughs> much, everybody, for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. It's been a bloody pleasure. Luke Moore, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. Goodbye from me. We'll see you on Monday for the Football Ramble. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.